before we yeah. when I have a cigarette. you do. Yeah. Just, the name Malay Jesus come from? Oh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was away back then. I don't really talk to people that much. Most of the customers who <laughs> you're a legend in the coffee industry. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was away for like 10 days in Japan So Aslan came in and clogged in the shave And he was like, all the customers came in And then they were like, what's that dude, that Malay looking Jesus oh, you know, shit. like, Because they don't know my name Because I don't even talk to my customers that much I'm too busy making coffee, man Malay looking <laughs> Jesus It's Hello Hello Kopi Camilo Podcast Today we have an interesting guest and also Anaki Boyzu, the one and only Afik Amiri. What is up, man? Hello, hi. All right. Things. This is Afik Amiri, ladies and gentlemen. For those who don't know, for the listeners who don't know who you are, how would you describe yourself, man? Uh, me. Thanks for the coffee, dude. Yeah, no worries, man. Mm. I'm a. Uh, I'm a guy who does Like, how young are you by the way? I'm not that young Um, <laughs> turning 30 so right, You yep. are of a culinary background, eh? Yeah, I did go to college I was doing coffee when I was staying in college Like part-time basis Because okay. I need some cash Working for a bit In a hotel Hotel? You went to a hotel before, bro? Yeah, I mean Damn. Right after intern Shit, And okay. then But The um, the previous boss that I used to work part time when I was in co- when I was in college lah, mm. they called me back and offer if like if you if you want to make coffee like you know if I want to make coffee. Okay. So, so I thought it'd be cool to learn coffee. I wasn't really a big coffee guy. So this was back in 2009, 2010. 2009, eh no, 2011. I started full time. I started coffee 2010. Yeah. Oh, so 2010 you was part time. Yeah, I was part time. Yeah. Damn, that means about eight years, ah. Oh. Close, yeah. I think eight, yeah, eight plus. <laughs> Shit, bro. How does it feel like, man? Are you are you like halfway jaded or are you like still passionate about coffee and all that? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm very skeptical with coffee now. <laughs> yeah. In what sense, though? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I want to make co- all these coffee things simple, like. Easier for people to understand. Okay. But it seems like coffee itself is quite complicated, and the people in the industry itself like to make it sounds complicated. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember like once upon a time, right, when we just yeah. um, were introduced to this specialty coffee thing? Everyone was about edu- education. Was about making yeah. making the customers, consumers aware of all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, at one point, it became like. A competition <laughs> That's the thing yeah. yeah Before that it was yeah. like Oh welcome welcome uh, Let me teach you this You know this is something new Yeah okay, It's crazy And then suddenly it changes what, what, what do you think Where is the coffee scene now man In Malaysia In comparison to What we're trying to achieve Let's say to Melbourne Because I think mm. We're all inspired by them Right In a way Yeah I mean like I met people Like came back from Melbourne Came back from Tokyo Came back from US so everyone have their own perspective of what coffee is, you know. Like right. for me, I don't care as long as the coffee tastes good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So culture wise, to be honest, we don't even have one. Like we, we have even, we, we don't even have our own identity, that's what you mean. Yeah, I mean we have kopitiam. Mm. But in terms of specialty coffee, 
it's kind of mixed yeah mm. it's kind of mixed like everyone would trying to bring new things around like some guy from you know like i said earlier us japan or melbourne mm-hmm. even you know where they used to be like whether they're studying or traveling or whatever yeah everyone is somehow influenced by wherever they were from yeah right? yep cool, makes man. sense like um we how many years were you there uh, four years as a full-time basis mm. Mm, yeah okay uh and then like this was 2015 when you started 2015 when i started analog, analog. uh i think it was somewhere like may or june okay yeah may 2015 yeah me too what 20- was the spark man what was the reason that you suddenly have this idea of okay I, maybe it's time for me to open a cafe or something uh i didn't want to at the beginning because like Hmm. A lot of people been saying it's not easy job, and I agree, it's not easy. Not easy yeah, it's not easy. But I tried to list down few places right after I left Wis um, to work, hmm. but I started to cross all the lists out one by one because you know some criteria that just didn't match. Hmm. You know, so I was just like, fuck it, like just do it. Like you know, do my own thing, get a like few people, you know. Yeah, that's what. I think that's how analog started. Like mm. I just like I couldn't work anywhere else, and so I was just like you know start my own. I remember you wanted to work in Seven Cup. I did. I did work at Seven Cup. I, I was working at a part-time basis there. Like I was jumping around between Seven Cups, uh, Thursdays and Thirty Seconds for like two, three months. I was just helping out whoever wants need my help, you know, whatever. Yeah, but Thursday was a, a bit different case. I just want to know what is Taman Tun is all about, cause you know, all my life I never been to Taman Tun, and that was just like pretty much a new experience to me. Thursdays was a bit different than uh, most places that I work with because mm. the environment is just friendly. Mm. Like everyone was just friendly, everyone just chill and like yeah, very like family, family kind of like basis back mm. then. Like I'm not sure now. I haven't been there like ages. Like I'm just stuck here. Right. Yeah. Okay, and then you open up analog right after that. So it was um, seven cups Thursdays and thirty second. Yeah. 30 what was the inspiration behind the name, man? Analog. Uh, I didn't want to name analog to be honest. Like I wanted it to name some stupid ass name. Yeah, I wanted to call it Jung, you know. <laughs> But my dad and my mom didn't approve it, so <laughs> they were like, "Okay, let's go with analog." And I was like, "Okay, you guys come up with the backstory. I don't want to come up with any." Okay. Yeah. They like Anna, uh, like in Arabic it's like me. Oh wow! Log is like it's like English word, so it's like your day, de- your daily journal, like your log. So it's sort of like our daily yeah. journal and our daily log here. Yeah. S seventeen has always something that I like in general because I used to park nearby the church, so I would like walk to Empire. And then if I finish my work, I would walk back, and there's like a burger store nearby that I really yeah, like. I'm kind of like familiar with these places, and oh. one day I would just like drive around, and then I stumble upon this shop. It's like for vacant, and I would just like grab it. Do you know? Do you know like people label some, some cafes as specialty coffee mm. cafe kind of yeah. thing? Okay, specialty like, coffee to yeah. to coffee people mm. is um, it's like the third wave thingy right after this commercial stuff like Starbucks coffee bean mm. I think that's what the second wave is mm-hmm. so specialty coffee means they're just pretty much 
runs their own, getting their own way of doing make you know making coffee. Right. So the size is a bit different, and then the technique is a bit different. There's more sophisticated and complicated stuff than the second wave. I see, yeah. I see. You open up this shop, right? Mm. What would be the difficulty that you face as a cafe owner, man? Gain trust. Trust. Yeah, gain trust from your whoever comes in. Mm-hmm. Like whether they're gonna come back. Yeah, that's like a trust issue. It's something like a relationship, bro. So people who trust you sort of will come back to your shop and just keep on. Yeah, I guess it's like be loyal sort of to your shop. Mm, you loyal, I mean? yeah. So it's hard to find a loyal customers. You know, your regular customers. Is that it? I think so, but like for us, it's just like we try to focus on, you know, like making our stuff mm. from scratch. You know, we want to have our own product. We don't want to sell other people product, and also at the same time, we just want to be ourselves. You know, we don't have to like filter how we're gonna talk to our customers, but. At the same time, you know, keep the you know good service around, you know, so everyone will just have a good vibes around. So no, no fussy buzzy around yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, because I also see the the baristas here, and you guys, you guys are mm. like truth yourself. You guys are not like you guys don't fake it, you know. You guys, mm. you guys really have that that <laughs> skaters culture mentality. I feel like yeah. is that is that correlated? It's because it's because you guys skate. That's why you guys. Not really. really. really it's just like when I was looking for like people to work with me, mm. I really want to find like you know nice individuals, you know, good character. Because mm. you can definitely get someone to work with you anytime mm. if you want to. You just put their up there vacancy, people will just fill up and yeah. come in right away. Mm. But like for me, I really want like a chemistry between us, like a character between one another. Mm. So. I know the kids have been like the early stage, mm. you know. Some of the kids like really, really like someone I would love to work with in the future. And I was just like, when and a lot is happening, I was just like, hey, you wanna you wanna work? Mm. Like let's do this thing, and you know, you get it start. Nothing like something never planned. Like you know, some of my customers saying like. You gotta have long hair, work here and stuff like that. No, that's not even true. Right. Yeah. Okay, but then long hair and, and all that stuff, right? <laughs> Does that like because I see you guys, um, skaters, you guys. Yeah, we we kind of have like similar interests. I yeah. guess it's because. Like is that is that like oh, okay? That, that's just by chance. Yeah, it just oh, okay. happened by chance. Yeah. Right. 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 I think we are all kind of like exposed to like subcul- subculture. We listen to music. We know things like in a way like we watch a lot of kind of like similar stuff. We have kind of like similar interests. You guys are unique in your own way, man. I would say Enlock would be the only cafe which is unique as it is. It's like yeah. there's no there's no another analog. It's only analog, you know. Same yeah. goes with you, man. There's no another. There's no another Afik, man. It's yeah, only you. I guess. You know? I guess. So what do you think? Um, what makes a good coffee good, man? Uh, I never try to put a certain words to like good coffee. Mm. Um, every coffee is good in their own way. Okay. Some people have their own preference on what good coffee is. Mm-hmm. Like, 
to me Vietnamese coffee drip with you know with condensed milk is good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nescafe is good. Yeah, so, so I don't have a right definition of like what good coffee is, but since I've been you know serving all these like single origin stuff, you know like roast coffee and stuff, most of my customers, you know, they they are that kind of like background kind of like customers. Mm. So I guess we just try to make sure like all the tasting note is right, lah. All right. Yeah, we didn't try hard to like. Make that coffee sounds like boom, you know. But yeah. What was your most the the most memorable cup of coffee you've ever had in your lifetime? Mm, I started coffee like really really serious about coffee when I had this one cup made my made by my ex boss Azlan. Okay. So Azlan did. Um, Azlan is the owner of Wiz. Right? Yeah, he's one of the Shem. partner. Okay. Yeah, one of the partner of Wiz. So he is the guy who really got me into coffee. Yeah, he's uh, he been forcing me to drink coffee when I was used to work at you know at waste part time. Bit and one day he's just like you know just coffee is good man. You want to give it a try? <laughs> and then like I took a sip and he mentioned something before that mm-hmm. like the profile or the tasting notes. Right. So I was like, that's bullshit. You can't yeah. get that over coffee. Yeah. But somehow it does taste like that. So it's like Ethiopian coffee. It was Ethiopian. It was um, it was slightly darker roasted back then. Mm. But it was pretty awesome coffee. That really, really coffee really changed my mind. So so far, like for the past almost three, four years that you open Analog, right? Mm. What's your favorite part of having a cafe? You get to do your own thing. Yeah. You don't play by the rules. You set your own character, your identity. The thing is about all these people in the industry tend to say like we're like hipsters and stuff like that, where we don't even go out. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know which part of the hipster is that. Just because we skate, just because we like music, just because we like subculture and we like fashions. Yeah, we somehow we are hipsters, so I don't know what the fuck is that. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I think you just play by your own rules and don't really care about things around you. Like we never care about our competitors. Like we don't even think we have a competitors. Like we 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 compete among ourselves. Like the people here inside the shop. This is the competition. Is that mm. like we don't see at the coffee shop as a competitors, which is like. If you focus too much on other people, then you tend to like not focus on yourself. That's how I feel. And you somehow compare yourself to other people as well, and that's not healthy actually. Yeah, that's not healthy. Just be yourself. Like, who cares about what other people are doing? Like, it's good if they're doing good, which is good for the industry too. Mm. You know. But yeah, I never really care about what other people are doing. If this salted croissant is thing in thing right now, I wouldn't care less. Like, you know. We just do what we do, like you know. But we try to keep doing more things, cause I have a bunch of kids here, like you know, have a lot of interest, like design-wise, music-wise, like creating food and creating beverages. So we want to do more things. It's just time, ah. Mm, I guess you guys yeah. are staying true to yourself, sticking in your own lane. Mm, yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. So. This is like the big reveal, uh, and like people don't know that you actually also own a, 
like a ramen bar. Yeah, ramen bar. Wow. How did that came about, man? It's first, very random. First of all, what is it called, man? Uh, it's called Anaki Boyzu. Anaki Boyzu. Yeah. Is that like a, that's a meaning behind it? It's just like Anaki is like Anaki. But we, we spelled it differently, A-N-A-K-I. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Malay way of to spell it. Okay. And then just like boys, but you just try to make it sound Japanese, you you do it boyzu. <laughs> that's it, that's it. There's no story behind it. <laughs> Damn, creative, no. I mean, we just like too lazy to come up with things, you know, whatever works, works. Yeah. yeah. So, how did that idea came about, dude? Uh, we were hanging out at the spot where Anaki Boys is at right now. It was, it was a, it's still a studio. It's a Intonation. Mm. Shout out to Intonation for giving us the opportunity to open up a bar there. Trying to figure out what they want to do at the front. Okay. You know, they have like a separate section. Mm. So, and then I was just hanging out and you know chilling with that guy, and he was like, I think I can do something with this place. I come back and talk to like. Koyum, the guy who handled the food here And then he's just like, let's do ramen, man I love ramen, I like ramen, it's hard to get around Let's just start ramen And yeah. then it's like, okay, let's do it That's how yeah. you start I guess it's because like, ramen here mostly is like A big restaurant mm. And We we like We kind of like, don't have a lot of money So we just like, work what we have, what we have yeah. yeah, and then we just like, buy this And then we just, you know work slowly on it and still with the same concept we make everything our own at the Anaki Boyzu as well I also see that you guys bring in the culture of like connecting to customers right mm. you guys like like you say restaurants you normally customers just sit down and they just have their food and they just leave but mm. whereas there it's more of like okay I make your food I just have a conversation with you I guess so but I don't know, I feel like the like food industry in Malaysia, there's still a lot of things to, to be done for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, F&B business, straight up, everyone is underpaid. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just because like the whole idea of eating out, you can be, you know, you can do it regularly here in Malaysia. Like every day you can eat out. Mm. Whereas like if you live in Hong Kong, you got to buy your groceries you know because eat out is just a very luxurious lifestyle Mm. you know you don't eat out every day so when people eat out in Hong Kong it's going to be expensive and they tend to appreciate it more than what Malaysian yeah so that's that's a whole problem right now with the industry it's just like everyone will just take things for granted and you know just because it's cheap you know Mm. yeah I guess yeah how does like um okay first of all right um the thrift thrift shop culture right the buying secondhand shirt and all that mm. right that and also the skate culture does it go hand in hand uh, is it correlated we're pretty much like broke <laughs> <laughs> so most of us just shop thrift uh once in a while we'll spend our money on like a very good quality stuff mm. like but it's very rare um like this was like probably some warehouse sales mm. you know like i don't buy like you know regular price anymore like i tend to not mm. you know i would just like trying to save up my money because living in a KL is quite pricey mm. yeah why and why should people uh, start looking into getting thrift shop uh, get, getting into thrift culture instead of buying expensive stuff man 
What is the benefit of Apart from saving money I guess you Can find like a very random Random stuff Something that you Kind of like feel You won't be able to get in the store Like I got one of these like Maria Carey support And Maria Carey thanks local crew Which is like for one ringgit t-shirt Holy Oh, like, so I don't think you can get like Maria Carey written shit like on a t-shirt. Yeah, so I guess somehow nostalgic. Mm. Like, but most of the time we just buy bands. This is just easier. Mm. Yeah. So my thrift is probably like in Padang Jawa. So that's like a one ringgit thrift. So even my thrift is just like a very cheap thrift. I don't go like for like family bundle and stuff. Care right now, everyone kind of like look the same. Yeah, <laughs> everyone kind of like dress the same, buying the same brand, whatever. So exactly, yeah, you, like imagine this, man. What would happen to Malaysia or KL if marijuana was legalized? Uh, it would serve us for the better, or it would create a chaos. I think it's good that if you know what's the age limit for you to actually, you know, smoke it, because mm. some people tend to smoke way too early. Then they're supposed to, cause your brains are still, you know, uh-huh. growing. Uh-huh. Uh, but for me, it's good for some people, like anti-depression kind of stuff. Uh, it helps uh, to sleep, or you know, even for you to feel relaxed and chill. Um, it doesn't slow you down. Some people get lazy and stuff. Maybe because it's just the strain that we. That we get here is just pretty much some tie sticks and just get lazy and stuff. But if you know how to handle it well, I guess it, it can work. In, yeah, it will in, probably yeah. work for the better. Like everyone will just learn how to relax. Yeah, maybe everyone should be more chill and stuff. Yeah. I guess it's much more better than doing all these like pills. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever um, came across people who are dealing with lots of anxiety and depression and all that dark shit? Yeah, yeah, I do. I feel like living in this 21st century, mm. like depression is a common thing. Mm. Stress is a common thing. Mm. Everyone kind of like overwork. But in Japan, for example, right, they they don't have that kind of people don't really smoke. Okay. In Japan, mm. I guess is the reason why the suicide rate is high. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That's my own, cause you know. Yeah, I mean yeah, it makes sense, theory. man. They don't have an outlet to. They don't know how to relax. They don't know how to chill. Yeah. Right. It's just all stressed out, man. Yeah. I mean, some people don't smoke, but they still relax because they are still, you know, on something else. Mm. You know, whether yeah. it's religions or, or you know, they just have something that they. Yeah. They something to keep you high. <laughs> yeah. Something to keep you high. Yeah. yeah. And focus. Yeah. Like, I don't focus. What would be What would be your advice, man? If someone is going through such tough times. Like let's say in KL. In KL? Yeah. Uh I think like you should start to listen to yourself more than other people. Yeah, I think because it's now all this freedom of speech thingy is just getting a lot of people confused. It's not that I against all this freedom of speech. It's just like if you have your own thing that you wanna talk about is 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 easier if you just keep it to yourself and practice what you believe in rather than just try to shove it in people's head because mm. it's it's just not healthy you know for you just try to like force feed people so practice yeah. it but don't preach it yeah you should practice it before you preach it mm. yeah that's how i feel 
Because okay. a lot of people have a lot of things to say nowadays. Mm. I don't. I just keep it to myself. I see. Yeah. Okay, so that means your little advice would be just focus on yourself more. Yeah. When you have too much time thinking about stuff, you do little things, you know. Like, I think I watched the Bono, what she said is pretty accurate. Mm. Or, no, not Bono, the other lady that you did interview with. Which one? Um, some girl. Alicia? Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, like she said, like, you guys have too much things to say that you guys don't have a lot of things to do. Mm. Yeah, but it's kind of true. When you have so much things to say, you ran on your Twitter, you ran on your Instagram, you know, you, you this and that, and you hate that and that. And you so oh, much, okay, I know yeah. who is Zora. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah, right. when you have so much things to say, then you have no time to do stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, true, true, true. Yeah. Okay. What would be that one quality trait that you wish you had as a person, man, that you don't have right now, that you wish you had? Mm, I wish that I'm more like a easier person for people to understand that you know individuality is just individuality you know you can't really like assume some person is just weird in that sense everyone just have their own way of talking their own way of seeing things just except for what it is you know but don't try to judge people for for if they're not perfect to you mm. yeah that's how I feel like yeah, someone should just you know get me and I get you. Yeah. Oh, you want you want a common understanding between human beings. Yeah, like you just do you, let me do me. That exactly. kind of stuff. Like don't have to like. I wish like yeah I could be that person like trying to convince people mm. that it's just character, man. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Okay, if you were not a barista or a cafe owner, right, what would you be? Uh, what has been always uh, your dream job? That I always wanted to rap, but I don't know. I think rap. I don't think I can. <laughs> rap is just like a storytelling, and mm. I don't have much story to tell. So, there's a lot of rappers out there. They actually create stories from nothing, right? Mm. I, I think that's the whole idea of like hip hop. Is mm. reading my poetry. Mm. The poetry itself is just. What you write and what you're trying to like preach. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You'll be a rapper. You do you have a rap name, stage name for yourself? No, I don't think I have <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, bro. If you have, if you could have a cup of coffee with any dead musician from the past and have a conversation with them, who would it be? Uh, coffee with them. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to Nina Simon. Wow. Yeah. Why so, man? Cause she's she's cool. Like I, I I don't get why people don't idolize her as much as you idolize Rihanna or Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would sit down with Nina Simone and see what she has to say. You know, she and I don't think I want to sit down with Malcolm X. He's too heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, he's too intellectual. What about Marley though? Like? Bob Marley is chill. Like yeah, I would definitely yeah. you know sit down with him. Maybe smoke some. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. He has a lot of like life perspective. Like I've been watching some of his video. You know, some people been asking him like, "Do you have a lot of money?" And like he's like, "What's money to you?" Like, if wealth is money, then if money is wealth to you, then I don't have any. I'm just in, you know embracing life. That's yeah, why he said like, "Yeah, which is like, I don't have money either." 
<laughs> I mean, you'll get there, man. You'll you'll get your paper soon, man. Ah, uh, yes. So. Yeah. yeah, just trying to make you know better things for everyone here, because mm. we all have our own individual goals. Mm. Uh, and my job here is just like you help me out, I help you out. Mm. Yeah, that's right. what I've been telling all these kids around. Mm. Yeah, at Analog. So like Analog, right? Um, you guys have been open for three years. Like mm. if you if you think about it, like people when they assume when they know you are into coffee, right? And then they will they advise you, why don't you open your own cafe, right? Mm. It's a common it's a common saying from the outside people, like yeah. oh you like coffee? Oh why don't you open your own place? Like why what would your advice be for people who actually wants to start the cafe right now in KL? My advice to them is to just be yourself. Have uh, your own thing. Is it too like, late or is it still you can still open a cafe right now? Yeah, you can like because I think like there's still a lot of places that you can actually open up a cafe and so make good money, not really. Uh slowly, slowly, but no rush in this game. Mm. Uh I feel like because Right now, the trend in cafe, like for cafes, right, for people who want to open up a cafe in Malaysia, is pretty much try to be in an area where it's already been, you know, there's already like coffee shops around, like Bangsa. I'm not so sure if there's any coffee shop. Okay, like Tamantun. Um, it's just it's a lot of cafe around, and people just still coming in because they think the crowd is there. Mm. But for me. If you were from maybe you're from Balakong, you just open up in Balakong, man. Just focus in your area, do your own thing, educate your crowd. You know, start a new culture there. Mm-hmm. I think it feels like in Subang. When when why I choose Subang, it's because I like SS17, and it's like I don't have anything around here, mm-hmm. and I don't want to like compete with other people. Yeah, I just yeah. want to compete with myself. I see. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's open. You can. You should still open your own shop. Yeah, if you have the passion and you think you can keep on, you know, drive mm. things around. Yeah, you should. Like, if that's what you want to do, you should do. Yeah, bro. What would your advice be, bro, for for the seventeen-year-old Afik? If you could go back in time and actually talk to him, like, <laughs> oh, I would like, dude, go go study. And get out from the country, you know, like learn more things, and you know, see more things outside the world. Like there's so many things that you I haven't seen. Like I don't travel a lot. How I travel is just pretty much watching stuff. Yeah, I try to learn culture a lot. Like I'm more into culture, but it's just like the culture that I like is just not something that. We have that much here in Malaysia. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's because different kind of like background and problems and stuff. Yeah. So your advice would be, get out of the country. Yeah. Study. Yeah. Right. If you could get out, of, get out of Malaysia right now, where would you go, man? Um, some scandy countries just to you know chill. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah. They have like they have not many people there. Yeah, and their way of life is even better because it's just the government just like. Doing well, yeah. and the people were just like so supportive and stuff. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Like you can imagine yourself being a barista in Norway, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man, but 
I think like the one of the main reasons like why they're like so booming is just because the local support for the local things is just crazy. Learn to talk to people is one of the good advice that I had. I wasn't really a person who really know how to talk back like then, like you know. But I try to develop it bit by bit. Um, thanks to Azlan again, he's one of my good. He's a, he's definitely my life mentor, beside my dad. Um, yeah, he did taught me like how to talk by just observing him. Yeah, he hand me a book about how to talk to people. I flip one page and I'm like, fuck, I don't do reading, man. I'm just gonna read you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, would you say that you would you describe yourself as someone who like to observe people? Yeah, I like to observe things around. You know, I did a, a solo trip in Tokyo mm. back in 2014 just to see how the people actually do things around and how they actually talk to people. Mm. Yeah, by doing that, I think I kind of like learn a lot of things. Observing is a really good way of learning because. That's kind of like a street scholar, like that's a, something that's free, and mm-hmm. you can just do it on the side of the road, and you don't have to pay for any of that. Mm. And same thing, like with here and a lot of things, just observing. We got like customers just sit down in front of the bar and just start to ask us question, and we just, you know, try to answer as much as we can. Mm. By doing that, you kind of like learn, and and we also kind of like develop, you know, talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you realize the sudden booming of like vinyl in the whole of in the whole world actually? Yeah. Why, yeah. why, why do you think so, man? I why, think what is the unique thing about vinyl? I think all this retro st- stuff is just pretty much making money right now, and also like some people just like I like to be different. Oh, yeah. individuality, you know. Yeah, right? just, you know, collecting vinyls is just like, it's more like, it's more like, you know, you want to make it personal, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't just buy random vinyls. You will buy vinyls that you think worth to buy. Because mm-hmm. vinyl is not cheap, especially when you start to picking up, you know. I would, back then, I would just go to like Ancop and, you know, it was like, you can, I can still get like, the Beatles and maybe Jimi Hendrix for like 50 and 60 bucks. You can't get that shit anymore for that price. Yeah, but... No, it's at least a thousand, I think. Yeah, uh, maybe a couple hundreds. Yeah. Unless it's like a super rare issue. Piramli, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Piramli, uh, you know, man. It's like 800 bucks and shit. Yeah. It's too expensive for me. Yeah. yeah. I so think it it's just like very personal thing. Personal. When you buy vinyls. Is yeah. it because like it's not being reproduced? The, uh, the the thought of nostalgia. There are reissues nowadays, okay. so, so I not, guess that's not really it. Like it's not really rare album. anymore. Like you can definitely get whatever albums mm. that you are, you you know on vinyls, mm. <coughs> but it's really like yeah, matter of like a personal thing. Mm. I would buy vinyls for the you know not, back then I would just buy you know stuff. You know, whatever music I like, I would just buy. Mm. But now I kind of like buy based on also the genres mm. because I find it like some music is just okay to just listen to MP3s and you know sound and stuff, Spotify. Mm. But 
some music is just so different when you put it on on vinyls mm. like blues jazz funk it just has a very unique tune to it okay. like vinyls really trying to bring it life to mm. it i think it's yeah it's very lively when you listen to vinyls okay yeah like apart from music coffee and sk- skate right mm. apart from all that what would be um something that the, the listeners don't know about you something that's always been you that people don't know of passion a secret talent mm. or anything no man i don't have any talent <laughs> mm. uh i pick up some baking stuff when you know i started analog because i want to also learn you know the products that i want to make here and kind of like you, you, you can also bake right a bit yeah for yeah. a bit sourdough yeah. sourdough the sourdough is pretty nice man it's delicious yeah bro. i think it's probably like the simple sourdoughs that I can think of right yeah. now. What about a sloppy the your sloppy dough, right? Was that was that your original uh sloppy joe I sloppy don't sloppy joe yeah. yeah sloppy joe is not really like original thing that we come out with. It's just like it was done with different breed mm. originally by a lot of places. Mm. Somehow we just like we just work with the sourdough man. Like okay, yeah, yeah, work yeah. with the sourdough. See in the skate, right? If you if you it's a common thing where you see the skateboarder fail doing a trick. Yeah. Right? And then you will see them cursing and you will see them trying again and try again and try again. Yeah. Does that is that spirit um does, do all skaters have that spirit in a way? I don't. Like to <laughs> me like How does that apply to life? Though? Uh It's it's just a matter of like whether you really want to achieve it, like you work hard for it. Like for me, I know like I gotta take things slow and easy. I'm not young anymore. Uh, but I still love skating. Like it's just to me, it's just a hobby. I don't care if people say I'm like wanna be or like fake or whatever. Like just because you know I still couldn't like grind fifty fifty whatever. Um, to me, it's, it's just a personal thing. It's just like if you like skating, you like skating. Mm. If you're not good at it, beat it. Like who cares? Okay. Yeah, and just do you. Like you like skating, skate. Right. Yeah. Okay, skating, coffee. Right. You were also recently a judge of like coffee competitions and all the like, Aeropress. Oh yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> How? Yeah, I didn't know why they called me up. You didn't know. I didn't know why they called me up. I think they they say something about diversity of you know the judges. Oh right. Yeah. So How was the whole experience of being a judge in the coffee competition, man? Uh, I don't know if I like it. I also don't know if I hate it. It's just very neutral feelings. I have no. Cool. Yeah, I What? don't think I like to judge things. You know, you know, coffee is to me is just. I don't even like. When people try to put you know competition on certain things, mm. but I guess life is just like that. I It's guess they're just competing. yeah, they're just trying to make it exciting. I guess yeah, which is good. Which is in, good. In a lot of ways, people get yeah. bored easily, especially mm. in this industry, right? True. But at the same time, it's kind of like sad to see like all the effort that you put it in and you just kind of crash. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, life goes on, so yeah, you, exactly. people yeah, people have to just. Keep on paddling. Mm-hmm. You you were competing as well, right? That yeah. year. Yeah, dude. I yeah. think I think I should stop competing under. I should stop taking it seriously. Yeah. I should just join, join, join for the fun of it. Because when you join, when you join, like when you sort of um, join under a cafe and all mm. that, people start putting pressure on you. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. it loses the fun, man. 
True. know you know you kind of want to just have fun and if you lose you lose but yeah but if you are like people are watching you yeah <laughs> then when you lose people will be like a hey, good try man like oh shit, i don't even care but now now, <laughs> now, 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 now that i care <laughs> yeah it's competition man uh, it's just it's hard like it's just hard like if you just want to compete uh i guess it's a lot of factor for you to like coffee competition there's a lot of factor mm. for you to win you really gotta like master your craft mm. and also you know you you gotta be a certain kind of like way like aeropress is fine because in a sense it's very casual which is what i like very casual <coughs> and you get the same coffee just you know the only difference is just your recipe mm. your brewing method but like other coffee competition is just very to me it's just so weird it's in a sense like you're trying to compete it's a pretty much a money game now. Mm-hmm. It's like who has the best beans, you know, who has yeah, the best yeah. equipment, who has the best trainer. Uh, I would definitely compete in a competition back in the future. Mm. But for now, I'm just resting and just focusing with the boss here. Mm. Me and another guy, Choi, mm. um, who's a, he has passion for designing things. He, he likes to make clothes. So we want to make that thing happen as well. Mm. Yeah, we'll see all about it. So... So fashion design and coffee roasting. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna design. I'm shit at design. I don't even know how to work with computers. Yeah. But you're old school that way. Classic, <laughs> classic, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just too lazy to learn new things with computers. Just new gen can do it. What is your favorite thing to do when you're not making coffee as of to, um, right now? When you're not working, basically, when you're not at work. Not here, not there, not anything business related. What? How do you actually spend your pastime? Uh, nowadays I've been occupying a lot. My time doing stuff. Um, I wake up with like early, just trying to come here. I gotta redeem myself like from not being participating with the shop that much, like couple months back. So like the past few months, I've been trying to come in more often and you know put more hours in it, mm. so that I can actually see what's the problem. Yeah. That's the thing when you try to like rush things off, you kind of like feel like you're in a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for me, I just like to take my own time. It's always a work in progress for everything. Okay, I'm just gonna ran- randomly pick five person that pops out into my head, and then you're just gonna quickly describe what you think of them. Ah, uh, cool. Okay, Pharrell Williams. Uh, crazy drum lines. He has a very good signature sound that four beats that comes out every single time that he makes music, which is like not not a lot of people notice that, but it was since the days of clips. Alright. Yeah. Uh. Good fashion sense. I guess he's also know how to stay and remain rich. Mm-hmm. Because when you have such a like, you know, when you're like culture shock and you don't know what, like, you know, you don't know how to handle things well, that's when you kind of like flip over. Right. Yeah, a lot of like, you know, musician and sportsmen, they kind of like went more fleece after, you know, after a while because bad management. Yeah, man. What about Najib Razak? Najib Razak, I don't know much about politics. 
uh, but he's, if I'm not mistaken, he's, he's good with economy, but okay. that doesn't speak for what it is. <laughs> uh, and Rosma, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of, Najib. <laughs> and that that son that make the movie, that Wall Street of Juno. Yeah. Yeah, fucking a lot of money wasted on that. Um, he's just the owner of Soul Sacrifice. Oh, I idolize him, man. He's just doing his own thing. Super chill guy. Um, I know he started coffee at the same time as as I did. Um, so he just like you know keep it low key and keep it humble. He doesn't goes around trying to show that he he knows a lot of things. Wishes I respect. So say is one of my favorite, you know, brands or coffee shop. Which is they do their own thing. They trying to educate their own crowd. You know, be in their own area. Mm. Which is what I said earlier. Yeah, just do your own thing in your own area and educate your own people. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye West. Mm, so a lot of people might say I have no good taste in music if I don't like him. But I really don't know much about him. Like I know he's now all this pro US and you know he's pro Trump. Mm-hmm. Just maybe because he want to be the next president. He wants to. Twenty twenty four or something. Before this was twenty twenty, but it's too late for him now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know much about him. Like, I don't care about his wife as well. So, mm. so nothing much about that. Yeah, I don't know much about Kanye. Like. I know like a lot of people say like you're missing a lot of things about Kanye okay. but I really don't think anything I'm missing out like I found a lot of things that I could find in Kanye that from someone else you know right. there's a lot more other talented people out there it's just I don't just go with one person yeah okay lastly Yuna Zarai Yuna crazy person to actually go through all the stuff you know just to make it in the US she has a very good voice and such a good talent she's um, she's always motivated to do things uh, i don't know much about her i used to serve her once uh, she doesn't talk that much i don't talk to her that this much this is like in in a lot of risk yeah in a lot of risk uh back at risk yeah risk. back at okay risk. cool yeah. wow you serve you na coffee man yeah she's Chilling, he's just normal human being. Yeah, anyway. man, she is. Yeah. I guess she also need her own time, you know. If space. a lot, yeah, space. A lot of people kind of like forget like she's also a human being. Yeah, you you were born and raised in Subang, right? No, I was born in Penang. I was born, born in Penang. Penang. Uh, you moved to Subang. I yeah. moved to Subang in 1998. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I moved to. I was moving around like Belize, and then also Singapore. But yeah, when I, you know, I think I'm kind of like glad that, you know, I grew up in Subang during, you know, childhood, like primary school, junior school and high school. Mm. Um, it's just because it's just very diverse around here. Mm. Like the people kind of like a bit more open to things. Yeah. Because I was just about to say, like, you know, it's from Subang, I'm from Subang, and then yep. you grew up in Subang, I guess. Mm. The diversity that Subang people has. Yeah, yeah. I it's don't know, it's just, it just so happened that the the map, like, we are in Subang, but I guess it just, it is what it is, man. Mm. It's like there's a lot of, 
if you put it in a coffee bean terms, there's a lot of coffee beans with different different flavors coming out of Subang. You know. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like Subang is kind of like cool in that sense. Like, but I I don't know much about Subang nowadays. I don't go out a lot, but. They have like a very all these like you know s- typical things they would say about Subang. Mm. Like growing up in Subang, well, I would say like USA wasn't really like I I didn't fit well, mm. but I just have to do what I have to do to survive. Mm. Um, I don't try to create enemies or whatsoever. But once I finished high school, I started to hang out with these SS people. Mm. Like SS seventeen kids, they kind of like more of my people. Right. Yeah, USG kids is just like maybe because most of them are kind of like rich kid backgrounds. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I don't blend the, well. You can see the differences. Yeah, USG and SS, right? Yeah, a bit, SS you know. is a bit more chill. Yeah, <laughs> a bit more chill people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is where I flip the script and then let you ask me any question that you have, short or long, anything that you have in mind. Oh yeah. Um, what makes you want to do all this podcast stuff? I was just about to say like apart from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Uh, what is your your plan? Like you know, if if you you know you start off with this mm. and now you're still making coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only so weekends. what do you want to do with your coffee thing and what you want to do with video stuff? Um, like in the future, like yeah. wise. I mean, uh, project like. If you want to collaborate coffee and um, videos, I guess a, a documentary about coffee then. But then, mm. if not that, uh, coffee is a already big part of me. We've already been a big part of my personality right. as well, as same as you. As, uh, mm, you know, yep. But we sort of started at, at during the same timeline. Yep. With coffee, mm-hmm. um, I I guess like if I were to make it in the entertainment industry or whatsoever that they call it in Malaysia, right? I yep. would want to. Input coffee into it. Where when when you get the attention in a sort of mass scale, yeah. it's easier for you to push something. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like everyone is trying to educate, educate um, re- with the coffee thing. With yeah. but then we don't have enough people listening. Yeah, you know, it's like you are trying to present. Like if you are trying to make a presentation and no one is even looking at you, how do you even present? Yeah. Right? So at some I point, if, yeah, if if I was given a chance to have. The attention on me I'll, I'll make sure that People understand What coffee really is man That's cool And I also feel Malaysia is about time man That like we have our own um, Like a documentary About coffee man We have enough really? people Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah We do have enough like people Let's say a 25 minutes video Like a like a film about coffee About the people in KL The baristas and all Yeah that would right? be cool That would be right. sick yeah, I would watch it definitely You would be in it bro Oh my god <laughs> You'll get paid so. man To be in it I guess uh, Talking on the camera was it's a, This is my first time I don't know Like I, I'm not really like you know, I'm not really a camera person. I don't even post much on Instagram. Yeah, but I guess people, uh, the camera uh, videographer nowadays, they know how to make it candid for you. So you just do what you do. They just capture what you what they. Oh, that's sick! Yeah. What should the young boys and girls do to actually find um, their purpose in this complicated, overthinking, diluted world? You know, <laughs> like everyone is just overthinking. Crazy. Everyone is just like oh, so much noise, right? How does these young young boys and girls find meaning, purpose, and actually go through life and to actually do something meaningful at the end of the day, bro? Yeah, start wasting your time. 
Stop thinking about other people so much. Stop talking about other people so much. <laughs> uh, just focus on yourself and try to create more things. Lah. I feel like when you when you create more things, it's so much fun rather than just like talking about what other people is doing. You know, you create get to more. you know you get to experience it yourself rather than you just like hey this guy did that did that did that. You know, you know it's just waste of time. And I feel like I'm getting older, and I don't want to waste my time that much. And time is clicking, and you know I got bills to pay. I got like you know fulfill my promises to all these kids. Mm. So yeah, that's why I feel like just. But at the same time, don't don't work too hard. That to that I mean work smart. Some people say work smart, don't work too hard. I don't know what that mean. <laughs> <laughs> But. Yeah, I mean, have a good balance, you know. Someone's in a while, if you have friends, you feel close with your family, you know, you should definitely try to like spend more time with them. Yeah, I yeah, I've been spending a lot more times with talking. Now, I don't spend a lot of times with my family nowadays, but I appreciate their existence more mm. when they are around, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, by spending more time with your family, you will actually find your meaning in reality. Like Depends, yeah. Some people just don't get along well with their family. Same, neither do I. But you know, and every day, that's you know, family is family. Something that you can just never reverse it. Yeah, you can't replicate, right? But what if they they want to look for their purpose or like somehow? Do you feel like coffee is your purpose or coffee save your life in a way? If uh, you're not, if it was not for coffee, would you have found yourself right now? Maybe not, like. Just because, like, be I'm able to find coffee or their version of coffee. What right. Do you, what would you say? Like for me, when when I started coffee, I didn't know a lot of things. Like, mm. but thank God, like you know, my dad told me to do this coffee thing, and I met the right people. Like my ex bosses, like they're like one of the people that are really grateful that I used to work with them. Mm. Like Kanora and Kaima, Azlan, everyone was just like pretty much super cool person. Mm. I guess they used to, you know, live abroad and they get exposed to things outside, and the way of the the thinking is slightly different than most of the people here that yeah. you know I met. That's kind of like taught me a lot of things, yeah. So for them to find their own purpose, I guess they need to meet more people. Yeah, I mean like Let other people guide them. Coffee or? is just to me for me coffee is just, just a, a thing that connect you to one another. And I don't find that coffee should be like crazy. Yeah, I mean like co- coffee can be better definitely like with the climate change and everything there's a lot of problems is going on with the coffee industry itself. But yeah, but for me someone should actually just chill and Do whatever they think they should do, rather than crazily trying to bring yourself out and trying to, you know, solve all the problems yourself. You know, just so collective work is so much easier. Yeah, I mean, even here, like when we we just like tasting coffee, we, it'll be so much easier to calibrate coffee. We just pass around the cups, rather than you yourself make your decision. Mm. Yeah, for me, it's a collective work. Is something that someone, everyone should, you know, start to, you know, mm. practice. Right. Okay. 
Do you think like coffee defines your personality? Uh, I'm very boring and simple, <laughs> so espresso it is. Yeah. Uh, that's how I start coffee as well. But I I had fun, you know, brewing and drinking filter brew. Uh, just because it's slightly different than espresso. But I think if I were to go for just one coffee for my entire life. It will be espresso. So to find your purpose in life, you just have to get to know more people, talk to talk to more people, and yeah, I mean that's how you kind of like share things along the line. I kind of like know more people in the street more than you know I used to work at Wiz, just because you know they all come over here. You know, I'm, I guess they're curious what we're doing here. But I don't think we're doing anything much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question, bro. Like, yeah. if you have a friend who's about to commit suicide right now, what would you say to them? I would not want to see anyone die. So maybe you know, ask them to rethink. Like you know, see things differently. But I don't know. Like in that kind of like situation, like suicide was never really a thing for me. Even though I listened to like some. Metal stuff like, but mostly it's just like depression. Mm. Yeah, you need to really like know how to handle it well. So I would just tell that person like chill. There's so many things that you have to discover. Like even like I want to learn more language. Like I want to speak a few more language if I could. So I wouldn't want to waste, you know, just like that. Yeah. yeah. Don't waste your life, guys. There's a lot more to live in this life. Yeah, if you want to. Man, man. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Rafiq. Thanks. Hello, bro. hello. Kopi ke Milo? Milo. Wait. Yeah, thanks, bro. Alright. Rafiq. And a lot. And a good boy too. Hey, don't worry. Damn. Now you make me feel like I want to watch you, like your stuff. Hello, hello, Kobe Camilo podcast. 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 Podcast.